Are we live? Welcome to the Foolish Wanderers Podcast. Why must I be surrounded by fools? Welcome, Wanderers. Hey, Wanderers. Welcome back to the Foolish Wanderers Podcast, the podcast about anything and everything. Today, we're talking about some of the strangest fast food promotions. So I think we're going to start with one of the promotions that I saw, I think it was a year ago now? Yeah, it'd be a year ago, by one of my favorite YouTubers. She brought up this promotion from KFC, where they made KFC Crocs. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah, so <laughs> in early 2020, the fashion designer at apparel brand Scoot, she's a makeup artist, special effects artist, does a bunch of stuff. Her name is MLMA. Wait, that's how you say it? I don't know how you say it exactly. It's it's all capitals. So I don't know if it's like a just like an artist name, you know? I don't know. But it's M-L-M-A. She took a bucket of chicken and combined it with Crocs. So if you look at these things, I think you can Google them and they'll pop up on images and stuff. They look like, so they're Crocs. They look like Crocs. And then, so the bottom of it is the striped red and white bucket from like their normal chicken. And then the top part that covers the top of your foot looks like a bunch of fried chicken. So it looks like you're wearing a bucket of chicken on your feet. <laughs> so then apparently on top of it, to go with the not just have it 2D, so it's like 3D, they made special scented gibbets that look like pieces what? of fried chicken. What's a gibbet? A gibbet? A gibbet is like the charms like you put on Crocs, like the little like the little those charms. Pin, those, okay, yeah, those pin, okay yeah. yeah. Little gibbets. Oh, so yeah, that's so what made, it's called. <laughs> it's called a gibbet, yeah. Oh yep. lord! Okay. <laughs> I'm not a croc wearer, so I'm not. I'm new to this universe. I used to love them when I was a kid. I remember because I, I think they're at least around where I grew up. They're pretty popular. So like you have the gibbets, and I don't think you could wear them to school because people would trade them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they're pretty popular when I was a kid. But yeah, so you know, these gibbets are. I think they're almost life size, like drumstick. They look like drumsticks, but they're scented like fried chicken. Oh so. no! <laughs> they look pretty realistic too. Wait, were these real? Like Crocs was selling? Yeah, yeah, you could buy them. It was in July 2020 that you could actually buy them. Oh my! It was God. pretty great. <laughs> I don't know how much they were. They're probably like a hundred bucks or more. I mean, I wouldn't want my feet to smell like like fried food, but <laughs> I guess I would rather have the smell of fried food instead of the smell of feet. Not combined, though. That'd Not be pretty com- disgusting combined. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how strong it was, though. And you can always take off the gibbets. Like, they just, like... Okay. I have to ask this question only because I have feel like I have some big cojones today. But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> somebody told me when I was probably, like, 13, 14. I think this is a lie. Okay. <laughs> but that Crocs, you were supposed to put them you know, like a very low temperature oven or something. And then they would somewhat like melt and not melt like dripping like a candle wax or anything, but sort of be more like malleable and stuff. And then you were supposed to put them on your feet and that would be like memory foam, but form to your foot more. I think that's a very, I think it's a blatant lie and that's not a thing. (laughs) And you should not put Crocs in the oven. No. (laughs) I can look it up. I've never heard that before. I know, like, really? I've, I've never heard that. I know if you wear them enough, like they'll form to the shape of your feet because they're like a foamy texture. They're gross. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Like you're not supposed to wear that. 
like if I've seen people wear Crocs like barefoot in Crocs, and I think that's kind of nasty because all the oils and stuff will eventually just make like a black footprint of just yeah. dirt in the insole, like like um like Birkenstocks, like those sandals. Oh yeah, yeah, just... those are so popular. Oh yeah, but those are disgusting too. <laughs> big like black dirty like footprint on the inside of the sole which is and then it turns people and then it turns the person's foot black too because they're stepping and like sweating in their gross filth gross Mm -hmm. i never really thought about it that way and then yeah (laughs) (laughs) did i just ruin like birkenstocks and crocs for you uh, I mean, I've never wanted Birkenstocks, and then I haven't worn Crocs in years, so no, not really. <laughs> but I did find, apparently, it is a thing you put Crocs in the oven. What? Okay, it wait, say thing. that again. Say that again. <laughs> say it again. So, apparently, it's a thing that you can put your Crocs in the oven. There's actual instructions. Here's, okay, so Google, I don't know how accurate Google is, but it's on Google. It says, step one, preheat the oven to 275 degrees Fahrenheit. Two. Wait, that seems like <laughs> wow. It seems like a higher temperature. Okay, then I was I was Ooh. thinking like a hundred and like seventy five or something. Oh, okay. Like real. So, I was thinking like a hair dryer. Like you could put a hair dryer to them. I'm sure that could probably work too. If you like, yeah, if it was hot enough, I'm sure that'd work. Oh my god. Okay, so two seventy. <laughs> okay, so you preheat your oven to two seventy five. Yep. Then take a cookie sheet and add a sheet of parchment paper on it. <laughs> <laughs> like you're baking a cookie. And then three, take the Crocs and place them on the sheet so they are not touching. While they are in the oven, get two pairs of socks. Best for one of the pairs to be thicker, like a hiking sock, and then put them on. So you don't burn yourself, put socks yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently that's a thing. I've never heard of that. Wait, but... how long do you put it in the oven for? Wait, let me see. Let me look. Oh, here we go. Okay. Oh, I missed a couple of steps. Okay, so Google lied to me. There's step four. They always lie. (laughs) So after you put the Crocs on the sheet so they're not touching, it says to ensure that the heel straps are folded up and rested on top of the Crocs, since they're thin, if you leave them down, they'll shrink, apparently. Um, So you don't want that. Oh, so if if you bought like a pair of crocs that were too big for you like a little bit too big you could shrink them too oh yeah that must be what that is um it says place it in the oven for six to eight minutes oh my god it's like cookies (laughs) (laughs) i think it depends on the type of cookies you're making but and then just put your feet in there and walk around and they will i guess the thing that would concern me though is like i don't want the fumes from like the crocs technically yeah. melting to be in my yeah, oven. I don't know what you... Yeah, in the oven. I mean, you could air out the oven, you know, but I'm still... It's in the air. You're breathing it in. Yeah, that's that's the danger of oh, that. that yeah. Cancer gas. Oh, man. But... Yeah, uh, this, yeah. It's just an Amazon review, it sounds like. So it's... Oh, no. Yeah. So they said, came oversized, then custom molded them to make them fit perfectly. So that's what this person did. So apparently it works. I don't know if I recommend it, but it works. I don't think I would recommend it either. Well, if you put the hot, put the chicken giblets in there, it'd smell like fried chicken. Oh, that would melt. But it would be (laughs) yeah, melt pretty fast. It would be so funny. Like you come home and you're like, (laughs) like, oh, you're what are you cooking there? And they're like, oh, it smells like like fried chicken. And like, they're like, yep, it's ready. And you open the oven and there's just crocs sitting there. KFC Crocs. Dinner's ready. That would have been a perfect commercial for them. That would have been, that been so great. Mm-hmm. It's just like the what's his name? The Colonel? Colonel Sanders? Yep. Yep. 
just he bakes it in his oven and is like what would be like his wife and his kids come home he's like made dinner <laughs> sanders married i always thought he was more like hugh hefner like playboy bunny guy let's see yeah colonel sanders gives wit off a vibe of being like a forever bachelor to me i don't know why i think it's the all white suit and like the very like quaffed hair like hairdo beard <laughs> so i guess i don't know about the character that they have but um damn yeah it looked like the real guy though he was married a couple times actually oh all right more of like a okay got around so, the yeah. block okay so the real man was married but <laughs> i don't know about the the current one the, fi- the fictional the colonel <laughs> the colonel yeah crocs has had a lot of like i think what was it, it was like balenciaga they made a collaboration. No way. Yeah, so really? they did. They made like platform Crocs, and these things. How oh, I think they're like six inches tall. Balenciaga. Yeah, Google and- them. Google them. They're, yeah, they're like six inches tall. They they were expensive as heck. They also made high heel Crocs. That one's this. Oh, so I just googled that, and <laughs> the high heel Balenciaga Crocs, the stiletto versions, just I- came out in June. <laughs> oh my lord, they are a thing. No. Oh man. What in the heck? Wow. That's pretty great. Okay. So yeah, we can get some very expensive Crocs. Crocs are already expensive for what they are. Oh man. Yeah, no, that takes them to a whole new level. I mean, I got the whole Post Malone and Crocs crossover promotion thing because he's kind of like his whole vibe is like I drink. Bud Light and smoke cigarettes, and I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, Crocs, but not not the French luxury brand Balenciaga. I was like, what? Yeah, it kind of just is like that's a, it's just a little odd. That's <laughs> odd. That's, that doesn't go together that well. Yeah. All right, do you know what else doesn't go together? Uh oh, what? Wasn't that a seafood and Taco Bell? Oh no! Isn't that a good segue? <laughs> that, good. that was such a good segue. I want everybody to mark <laughs> this, mark it. That was the best segue I've ever come up with. <laughs> it just fell in my lap and wiggled. All right. Oh. Okay, people. Yeah. Taco Bell and seafood doesn't mix well. Everybody knows this. Like, it's not that obvious. But in the it's, 19- It's not that obvious or it is obvious? Oh, it's that. Yeah, it is that obvious. <laughs> Dang, I just screwed it all up. <laughs> Sorry. I have a degree in art, everyone. Not English. <laughs> Anyways. So in the 1980s, Taco Bell was a like a new fast food restaurant. They didn't really know what their um, lane was yet, like because their lane right now is like if you're drunk or high or it's midnight mm-hmm. or 3 a.m. We're open. Come eat. It's fat. It's bad for you. We don't care. It's good though. <laughs> it's good though, <laughs> but it's like we don't really care. But in the 1980s, they didn't really know, so they were trying to play catch up with like the bigger high. Ah, ketchup. They're, <laughs> with the, sorry, they're trying to catch up with the bigger fast food chains. So in 1986, they introduced a seafood salad, and they want that was so the seafood salad was their attempt to get like health conscious people to eat there like during Lent instead of with a fish fillet at McDonald's, right? But. but- uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the seafood salad was in a taco bowl. Okay, so hard shell like tortilla like taco bowl. And it had everything that would usually go 
in a taco bowl, like cheese, tomatoes, lettuce, olives. And then, so the only thing that was different is they replaced the beef with shrimp, white fish, and crab. And it was discontinued very quickly because nobody wants fish when they go to Taco Bell. Like, you don't, <laughs> I can't think of one fast food restaurant that has crab. I think shrimp and crab are kind of... Like, that's just like a disgusting, smelly thing that you just don't want. Like, that smell, you don't want to mix with fried food. No. Oh, that makes me sick. Oh, yeah. it makes me ill. Like, you can you can understand, and then you're going to be like, but but Kendra, they're like, Long John Silver's, you can get um fried shrimp, like fried shrimp. And I'm like, yeah, that's but true. the smell is being covered by the fried bread around it. So the the fried bread is like giving it a hug, like the smell, <laughs> the smell of like fishy ick is just like a hug. You should not escape my hugs. Mm-hmm. I, I guess like yeah, fish tacos exist, but something just I think with the, like the olives and the fact it's a taco shell cheese. It's like the and, spray like, cheese. Cheese. It's spray cheese, not even like shredded cheese. It's not shredded cheese. It was like mm. spray. It looked like uh, cheese. Like cheese. Spray. Yeah. Oh no. In like that's the worse. taco bowl. Like, no, no, no. That's just that's just a whole lot of wrong. I don't know. I guess there's like a few things. Like I understand McDonald's. Like there was, was like what kind of fish do they have in the fish fillet. I think like it's white just fish. white fish or cod. Okay. It's either or. But I mean, it's in a breaded patty. Like yeah, like that's normal to me. I guess like fast food and like shrimp and cra- like doesn't make sense to me. That it's like it made sense to whoever came up with this, the Taco Bell <laughs> sickos. Sickos. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't think I'd go there. Could you imagine, like, a bunch of drunk college kids getting uh, seafood? <laughs> and just getting sick because of, uh, That's gross, the thing, gross, too, gross. is, like, like shrimp. I think shrimp is, like, you have to keep it pretty, like, like cold and, like, make sure it's not tampered with because otherwise it can get you sick mm, pretty fast. Yep. Gross. When was Taco Bell, like, started? Was that in the 80s? I think it's in the 80s, yeah. Okay. For some reason, I thought they were older than that, but... Really? <laughs> for some reason I isn't had it that, in my head. Ta- isn't Taco John's like older? I think so. That might be why. I don't know for sure. Oh wow. I lied to everybody. <laughs> Taco Bell started in Irvine, California in 1962. Oh wow. That's okay. By founder Glenn Bell. That makes sense. <laughs> wow. It's That wild. makes sense too, because like don't didn't they have like that pop-up? Taco Bell Hotel for a while, like in California. Yeah, they've tried to do a lot of weird stuff. (laughs) Oh, no. So then in 1964, their first franchisee, they opened in Torrance, California. And then 1967, the 100th restaurant opened up in California. So it seemed like it was exclusively California restaurant. I don't know why, but I guess I didn't see it as a California restaurant. I think it's because, like, at least nowadays, like, they're very, like, to me, like their culture is very health conscious, very much like the oh yeah, like the acai bowls, like fish, and like not uh-huh. Taco Bell. <laughs> not Taco Bell. They got In and Out Burger. That's not good for That's you. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in so and it just says that in 1978, PepsiCo purchased Taco Bell. So that's when it oh, became yeah. Okay. PepsiCo is very smart, and they have a very diverse portfolio of companies that they own besides mm-hmm. just selling soft drinks. All right, Katrina. But what you don't do is what you and, don't do. Yeah. Well, see, see, I led you into it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what you don't do is <laughs> well, you don't do what this restaurant did. Ooh, well, maybe you there do. There you go. There you go. <laughs> get it. Get it. Well, this one actually turned out pretty good for them. So Burger King sent people 
to the wrong restaurant. So in December 2018, Burger King said that they'd be turning 14,000 McDonald's restaurants into Burger King restaurants. This doesn't mean that the Burger King went out and like purchased all these stores. Instead, they basically, so it was to promote their new app. What? <laughs> so, yeah, so they had this thing set up. It was like a GPS thing in their app. But basically, they'd make customers go in, within 600 feet of these 1,400 McDonald's stores. Okay. And then you go into your app. And then you click this thing that says, get your Whopper for a penny. So you had to be in the McDonald's parking lot, and then yeah. you could order your penny Whopper. <laughs> yeah, so if, according to a Burger King press release, it's, they said, if a guest is inside one of these geofenced areas and has the new BK app on their device, the app will unlock the Whopper sandwich for a penny promotion. Of course, to get the penny Whopper, the customer had to leave the McDonald's, presumably. So they're kind of betting on the fact that like so, they weren't just going to be like, oh, I'm just going to get McDonald's instead. Yeah. So we just like <laughs> go in the McDonald's and just don't leave without making a purchase at McDonald's. Go to Burger yeah. King. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so then the restaurant's senior marketing executive, Fernando Macado, told CNN that it earned 20 times the promotions of any other Burger King app promotion and more than 50,000 people redeemed it. So yeah. However, <laughs> it didn't go completely smoothly because apparently there are complaints that glitches happened within the app, and some people got charged a thousand dollars instead of a penny oh for a whopper. Oh my gosh! So that's a big oopsie. <laughs> but apparently, it did pretty well. The so. app had an app attack. Yep, <laughs> yeah, <it> did. <sighs> I mean, I guess maybe I'd do it if I was like in the vicinity of both. Honestly, I would just go to McDonald's. I was telling, <laughs> I was telling Mr. Kendra the other like maybe two weeks ago. Whenever it was. I've never been to Burger King. Have you really? No, I've never been to Burger King. We didn't have oh, wow. we didn't have Burger King locations where I grew up. We just had okay. um Arby's and McDonald's and that was kind of the main fast food and KFC and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. no Burger King. So I oh, we just never traveling or road tripping, anything like that, never stopped in one. Hmm. I guess it was kind of the opposite for me. We only had so we had Burger King and then the only fast other fast food place we had was Subway. So, oh, we had Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen too. So, mm-hmm. we had Dairy Queen, Burger King, Subway. So, we go to Burger King. Instead of McDonald's, like, so you're, yeah. okay. That's so weird. Except for, like, on road trips and stuff, we get to go to McDonald's. Because, mm-hmm. like, the closest ones are, like, half hour away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Anywhere wow. you go. That's so weird. So, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll see, I see your Burger King story. And I'll raise okay. you a Burger King story. Oh, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is Burger Virgins. Uh, okay. okay. So when considering the tale of how the one-time king of burgers, Burger King, dropped to number three in the fast food rankings, difficult to zero in on any one marketing faux pas. Perhaps it is the polarizing king mascots whom ad aid agencies described as having a death mask of a grin, like oh. something out of a John Carpenter movie. Or perhaps it was the ad campaign that offered that offended folks of practically every race, culture, and religion that may have really dethroned the one-time king. So in 2008, the Whopper Virgins campaign saw the fast food giant traveling to remote areas of the globe. So examples like Transylvania and Greenland to find Burger Virgins to taste test Whoppers and Big Macs. So that would be like a taste test comparison. 
and the quote like quoted to say like they didn't even quite know how to pick it up like the people that the burger virgins so the, the campaign oh, no. like made fun of them they, like boasted that they didn't know how to pick up a burger so then critics pointed out that many of these areas suffered from poverty oh, and shit. yeah and adweek commented it quote embarrassing and emblematic of how ignorant americans seem to the rest of the world end quote so sales began to decline in 2009 with a number of burger king stores closing shop and one franchisee again franchisee told ad age quote we've been impacted because of the marketing faux pas or faux pas yeah that's um yeah so they're basically making fun of people that were poor in countries that didn't have fast food restaurants and yeah so well, like too like even like i think aren't hamburgers mostly like a u.s thing like an american thing like yeah i'm pretty sure i might be like i probably am messing this up i thought it was like an either an english or a german thing okay and, and we then just we kinda... just americanize it because we americanize everything <laughs> like general um the General Toe's chicken, Sow's chicken. Sow, yeah. It, yeah, that's how you say yeah. it. I always say everything General wrong. Toe. <laughs> General Toe. Sorry, everybody. I, you know, I say knife sometimes too instead of a knife. But General <laughs> Tao. So that's an American, General Chow's chicken. That's an American creation. You said it differently like three times. <laughs> I know. I don't know how to say it. It's so confusing. I'm sorry. Do you want me to Google it? Yeah, it's like a okay. T-S-O. That's how it's spelled. Yeah. I don't know how to say that. They didn't teach me that in elementary school. Yeah, so hamburger derives from Hamburg in Germany. Oh, duh. Oh my gosh, I feel so stupid now. <laughs> duh, hamburgers from Hamburg, Germany. Oh my gosh. Uh... That makes sense. Yeah. And it comes, it's like, let's see. It says so. Basically, like saying so. so. Okay. A little bit of a T, it sounds like, but okay. I'm mostly just so. Like, so. Okay. So. But I, anyway. I didn't say it wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said it wrong, too. I'm so sorry. I don't know how to. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's an American invention. <laughs> Do you want another very American invention? Pizza? No, but. Um, how about? Oh, that was a segue. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Oh my god. It didn't work so good. Anyways, we're gonna jump back to KFC, who I think is probably like the king of like promotions because they have a lot of interesting ones. But they decided in December 2020 to create a video gaming console that looked like a bucket of chicken that could heat up oh your chicken. Oh my god! I saw this. <laughs> I heard of this, and I wanted one so bad. The KFC console. I yeah. You know, it could heat up your chicken for you oh delicious fried chicken yeah i guess i don't know if it heats it up or if it just like keeps it hot but yeah it sounds interesting tell me more (laughs) (laughs) so kfc launched their collab with cooler master creating the kf kf console it was originally released in june 2020 and the console went viral on the internet within like hours of the first teaser post and then according to kfc's official press release the bargain bucket shaped machine features the world's first built-in chicken chamber which is knitted chicken chamber <laughs> that would be such a cool metal band name chicken, chicken, chicken chamber <laughs> chickens walking around the stage and yeah. performing yeah because like great. chickens kind of look like they're headbanging anyway when they walk because they move in such like weird sporadic like, and they peck at the door a lot they peck at anything so they yeah. could, could that be a chicken chamber yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this chicken chamber 
is designed to keep the contents hot and ready for consumption during intense gaming sessions. So apparently this machine is also like a top level computer like console. So yeah, I don't think you can I looked at their website when I was looking this up and they still say it's like coming soon. Oh. So I don't know if it's ever going to happen. Okay. I did read some articles like if it ever did truly happen, it'd be like a very small amount that would be sold and probably for like a thousand dollars or something crazy so (laughs) i'm sorry you just have to be set up for like their pre-release or whatever so then you can jump on it when they i want finally make it chicken chamber (laughs) (laughs) all righty that's a a good one i think that's funny okay so i don't think we've like skewered mcdonald's yet we haven't done one about mcdonald's yet so Burger King tried to burn McDonald's, but I don't know how much that works. You can't burn the golden arches, baby! You can't. McDonald's is king, except this one time. Actually, they, <laughs> McDonald's has the like the funniest, most epic fails of promotions ever. Oh, really? They do. Oh, no. It's so bad. But this one is proud. This one was a big eye opener. I was like, "Wow, this looks bad." So this is called the McAfrica. The yes, you heard me right, McAfrica. Because they put Mick in front of literally everything and it's so stupid. McChicken, McFlurry, Mick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. McNuggets. Yeah, Mick. So, Mick Africa. So, no. McDonald's. I think everybody knows that McDonald's has like special dishes and menu items around the world. Mm-hmm. So, yep. like a McDonald's Singapore, they have truffle fries. India, they have a McCurry pan. Yeah, McCurry. They had to <laughs> add the Mick in there. Okay, and then Spain gets gazpacho. So, like, that's nothing new. So, nobody at McDonald's at corporate seemed to blink an eye or really care when somebody suggested introducing the McAfrica in 2002. It consisted of beef, cheese, tomatoes, and salad inside pita bread. And it was supposed to echo an authentic African recipe. So, they were like, yeah, that's great. Well, here's where it all went wrong, people. McDonald's released this new menu item at the same time that a famine was ravaging the southern half of Africa. And this was in Africa that they're releasing this? No, this was in America, but I mean, this famine was so bad that it was national news everywhere okay oh, no. and then mcdonald's made it even worse when they decided to only release it in norway first okay like first <laughs> and the norway is one of the world's richest nations so it was even more of like uh like a f you uh, to like starving people in africa wow. so the mcafrica was so bombarded with criticism that after its debut that McDonald's was forced to allow aid like ad agencies to leave fundraising posters and collection boxes in its Norwegian branches just to like try to make them look a little bit better. And then of course they only allowed them in the restaurants actually selling the McAfrica and not the restaurants that weren't selling the McAfrica. That makes it bad too. Yep. And only they only had the collection boxes as long as the McAfrica the, the McAfrica thing was on the menu. And then they pulled see, it. See, if you want to oh clear your name, you, you want to do better, have these donation boxes until things get better. Don't just or be like... forever. Oh, for, yeah, well, forever. Yeah, yeah forever. But, like, at least, like, don't pull it right away. Like That's like, so bad. And they had it in Norway. Yeah. The thing, too, is, like, you know how it's, like, gazpacho or Mc... 
McFry, McCurry, whatever. Why wouldn't, like, why wouldn't they name it after this, like, recipe that they're supposed to be following, like, mimicking? I don't know. Why wouldn't it be named Mick that, not an actual country? That's what I was thinking. I was like, why wouldn't he? Yeah, but... Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, it's just, the whole thing is, like, what were you thinking? Were you thinking of anything, like, people's feelings other than no money probably not at that point no that's so bad that's 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 the worst one so far yeah <laughs> that's probably the worst one we're gonna get all day yeah so, oh no cheer us up katrina that's so bad oh, well how about starting a fire <laughs> oh yeah that makes me feel way better arson woo C- cathartic you know yeah so in 2011 the costa mesa uh base chain el Pollo Loco sent out a press release saying that they plan to create the world's largest man-made fire. Oh my god. (laughs) Why would you... Why would that be your goal? Why would that be your goal? Why? Well, apparently they needed to get the word out that their new flame-grilled chicken was on the menu. Oh (laughs) my god. Yep. So, spectators... Like attending, expecting to attend the event, were actually kind of like surprised because they they weren't told that it was actually just a commercial shoot for the brand, mm-hmm. so it wasn't as like spectacular as it, they thought it would be. Um, so yeah, so the chain says that they really did try to attempt to break the record, but it didn't happen. And a lot of companies, or a lot of publications said that the promotion is a fraud, which it kind of sounds like it a little bit, you know. Yeah, but... the world's biggest fire. <laughs> Oh. A man-made fire. Well, wouldn't that be like at Burning Man and stuff? Like when they like, <laughs> like the I don't, they torch the oh the man, the man statue, the effigy. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know. There has to be something bigger than that. <laughs> Doing a lot of googling, today. but I mean, yeah, man, the FBI is probably looking at your search history right now. Oh, probably, honestly. Well, wouldn't it be like a wildfire? Like, I mean, I that is that man-made though. I mean, if you like start a spark, like you don't set out your um or was it, like you have- oh or um what was it the conspiracy theory on uh, one in california was like a gender reveal yeah. gone wrong or something i thought that, that wasn't never proven i don't know oh okay um, yeah so, alleged let's say too. alleged because then no one can sue us yeah <laughs> allegedly <laughs> yeah so the Chinaga fire, I think, uh, says started in a logging slash in British Columbia, Canada. And on the yeah. 1st of June in 1950, it grew out of control and ended five months later on October 31st in Alberta. So it burned approximately 1.2 million hectares or 3 million acres of boreal forest. Oh my God. So yeah, that's a big oopsie. <laughs> that's and a I big oopsie. I don't think that El Pollo Loco wanted to start something that big. So uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're safe. All right. Okay, we're going to move on from (laughs) arson to the Quiznos Monsters. All right. Oh, no. Okay, so this artist from this British, like, TV channel, he created these weird little creatures that looked, they looked like part marmoset, part gerbil. They had really bad teeth, like, blown up big mouths, and they had bad teeth, and they had huge eyes, and they wore curious hats. So, (laughs) curious hats, I mean, like, a pirate hat, 
and then like a bowler hat. That's great. And these creatures <laughs> sang like these monsters. They sang like warbly songs, talking about the moon and cheese and furry animals and stuff. And they were called sponge monkeys. <laughs> and you know, somebody at Quiznos thought that this would be the perfect mascot to sell Americans toasted sandwiches. <laughs> So the public hated slash loved these spoke things, as Quiznos referred to them as, and the company's main switchboard received 30,000 phone calls in a week of the week of February in 2004 that the odd creatures first screeched their love of the subs to the American public. And nobody hated the sponge monkeys more than the franchisees. Oh no. With one in Mobile, Alabama, posting a sign on his door that he had nothing to do with the marketing campaign. And then while the company wouldn't disclose what the campaign had done to sale figures, they quickly dialed back on the Sponge Monkey campaign. And then they shift their shift their focus to a real product to on real product benefit, whatever that means. Like what they actually are selling, yeah, not just oh. some creepy little creatures like <laughs> singing. Yeah, they look like chinchillas with budged out eyes and hats. Do you remember those Kia hamsters that were like from ten yeah. years ago? Well, yeah. these things look like crack babies of theirs. <laughs> so. <laughs> But they don't have nice little cars. No, they just have curious hats. Curious And one plays a guitar. And one plays a guitar. I think they kind of remind me of, um, my siblings used to like these things. I think they're called like ugly dolls or something like that. Yeah, they do look like ugly dolls. A little bit, but like something that could be an actual like real version of one of those. But yeah, like same weird eyes and giant mouths. Yeah. And they're hideous I like, <laughs> I like their songs though i think i remember seeing this as a kid just like vaguely because the picture looks very familiar mm-hmm. but yeah i wouldn't get subs from dancing chichilla monsters so <laughs> i try I it you try it you yeah. go see what the i take a bite i see what the <laughs> hubbub is about the spokes things are, or the spokes things yeah spokes things spokes we're talking things. about <laughs> oh no okay all right so i have two left do we want candles or candles? A candles, always candles, <laughs> candles. Always more always candles. Always more candles. <laughs> not even a question. You might not want these candles because they're McDonald's candles. <laughs> so McDonald's, sometime around February 2020, as a part of their Quarter Pounder fan club, uh, McDonald's was offering several special items to display for your love of Quarter Pounder, including these scented candles. Oh, well, no. this. The six-pack of candles in a beautiful collector's edition box came in six distinct smells. No. Uh, 100% fresh beef. No! (laughs) Oh my god. Ketchup, pickle, cheese, sesame bun. Oh my god. Onion! (laughs) Oh my gosh! Okay, Katrina. What the Okay, if you had to have one of these horrible, like, Russian roulette candles, (laughs) which which one would you pick? So, I actually read some of the reviews, and some of them say, like, so beef is, a lot of people say is the worst, like, by far the worst. Obviously, no one wants to be smelling hot, (laughs) stinking beef. (laughs) One guy described it as, like, vat of grease that you haven't touched for 10 Uh years. Uh, Yeah, so that was enough of a description. Uh, But I guess, actually, some of the people's favorites were cheese and onion. No. So, I guess those were, like, the most 
mild, but I think it probably wants sesame seed bun. That's what because... I was thinking. I'm like, that has to be the easiest decision. The the bun, like hot bun. bread. Yeah. I'd try, uh, I don't know, some like a onion. A and onion? <laughs> no way. I was just cutting an uh, onion yesterday for dinner for, I mean, lasagna. And ooh. I was cutting up a whole onion and man, I was <laughs> crying. And then it just you know stuck in my it felt like it stuck in my eyes hours after yeah. we finished eating it was awful yeah yeah i would not I want think... onions no way <laughs> i have heard too like um onions so like the asses are attracted to water so that's where they go to but if you have like a wet paper towel or something sitting by it it'll like help detract some of that Interesting. so i oh, tried it once and it seemed to work but i don't know if it was just because it was like a milder onion all but right i mean yeah, try, try that okay so wet towel or something what if you had like a glass of water <laughs> We can try that. I, <laughs> yeah. I should add to that the collector's box when you open it. Um, it has a little note that says you should burn together all the candles for maximum deliciousness. <laughs> so burn them all together and you get the full effect of the quarter pounder. <laughs> oh, great. That's great. Oh, man. Okay. So this next one I have is adult Happy Meals from McDonald's. And so... These were introduced in like the early 2000s after McDonald's being was being sued for having unhealthy for, for promoting unhealthy eating habits for adults and children. <laughs> so McDonald's decided like, "Hey, we're going to make adult happy meals." So it was like a taco salad, like a version of like a taco salad and mm-hmm. a bottle of Dasani in a box that eerily resembled a Happy Meal box. And yeah. then it came with like a step counter, like your own personal <laughs> like step no. meter clip. So it could be, you could be like, oh, yay. And then on the outside of the box, it was just like, be healthy, eat these things at McDonald's. And it didn't work. <laughs> I'd be so depressed. Like, I'd be, I'd like, you're an adult and you're like, I want a toy. I get a step counter. I'd be so upset. A step counter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so it was only sold for a short period of time. Was that the only one that they had, or was there like a couple options for these adult Happy Meals? Um, from all the examples that I've seen, it was just like a salad. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they had a few salad options. Okay, but all the ones that yeah, all the ones that I've seen look just like a taco salad with like a big hunkin' piece of like pile of beef in the middle with like sour cream. It did not look like a healthy salad. (laughs) Well, is any salad from like a fast food restaurant really healthy like at all? I don't know. That's a good point. Probably not, but I mean, it's probably better than I think. The the calories are always in. The, the sauce. Yeah, like the, the sauce dressing. like the cheese. Yeah, the dress. Like the... I hate cheese on salad. I hate it so much. Yeah, I do too. Oh, I hate it so much. Just get, I just want salads. All I really want in a salad is I want the lettuce. I want like romaine lettuce. And then I want vegetables. I don't want croutons. <laughs> I don't want croutons cheese. Croutons are good though. I'm staying away from like bread though. So no croutons, yeah, no cheese. Makes sense. And then I want my lettuce to be a little bit wet with dressing. And I don't want the dressing to be too sweet. And I don't want it to be too like, I don't know, like sour. So that's all mm-hmm. I want. Just a little bit of dressing. Just a little bit. Not like you got water boarded in dressing. <laughs> a bit. Like it's a little bit wet. It's sprinkling out. It's sprinkling with dressing. <laughs> 
there's I'm trying to find it. So I heard I saw this thing a while ago of like how like people were comparing like calories between like different like restaurant chains and stuff. And like one of them was salads. And there was a salad I I can't find it from Cheesecake Factory. That was like over a thousand calories. Oh, Cheesecake Factory is so bad for you. (laughs) It's literally called the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, I've never been there, but people say it's delicious. It's delicious, but I mean, I don't want to know what the calories are. I really don't. It's like a gorge fest. That's what I would call the Cheesecake Factory. It's a gorge fest. Oh, here we go. Here's the barbecue ranch chicken salad. Nope. Guess how many calories are on there? 1,200. Uh, A little bit more. (laughs) Wait, more than that? 2,150. Wait, what? (laughs) Cheesecake Factory. Wait, say that again. <laughs> How much was what? So yeah, so on the salad it says there is barbecue ranch. It has crispy fried onion strings on top. Oh um, gosh, those are so good. But oh. yeah, and there's like I guess it doesn't list everything that's in it, but it has like corn, avocado, looks like chicken, obviously. Uh, but yeah, two thousand one hundred fifty calories. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, found one that's slightly healthier. Uh, this is the one. This is the one that I saw before. Sheila's chicken and avocado salad. How many calories do you think are in this one? Chicken and chicken and salad. Chicken and uh, avocado salad. Uh, two thousand. Okay. That, okay. You, you went a little bit over on that one. It's okay, one thousand eight hundred thirty. <laughs> what? This is not a salad anymore. I don't. I don't understand. See, all, both like, of these salads are like way more than like the calorie amount. That you're supposed to eat in a day, or for me for at least, meal. for a for meat, meal. Yeah, no, yeah. for the whole day. I thought it was two thousand calories for a day, at least for me. But I'm taller than you. I eat like what? I eat fifteen hundred calories a day. Like okay, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm mean, taller. Yeah, you're <laughs> so you're a lot taller than me. That makes sense. But two thousand dollars for just a salad? Calories, not dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure not that dollars, exists. calories. So yeah, so if you want to eat healthy, do stay as far away as you can from That's Cheesecake so Factory. Insane. It's nuts. Yeah. All right. You're on my last one? I'm on my last one. You're on your last All right. one. All right. Let's go. <laughs> so the last one that I have is Snapple. They created a giant popsicle. Cool. They're trying to break, yeah, so they're trying to break the world record of like the most, like the biggest popsicle. Okay. So in June 2005, Snapple wanted to beat the previous world record of the largest popsicle that was 20,000 pounds and 21 feet tall. So Snapple made one, a strawberry kiwi version, at 35,000 pounds and 25 feet tall. Oh my god. So it's a big, it's a bit bigger. It's a bit bigger. <laughs> it's a bit bigger. Wow. So they, so they had it trucked in on this freezer truck. So it was cold and like they made sure it stayed like frozen as long as it could. So it's trucked good, in, good. freezer truck, and they used a crane to lift it. And they're trying to like put it up in the center of Union Square the, on that's the first in, day of summer. New York City, right? Yeah, yes. sorry, New York. Yep. So they're trying to put it up in, New- in Union Square, first day of summer, so it's kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Um, they apparently didn't account for just how hot it would be. So oh, soon no. it started to melt. Uh, no. <laughs> so, and it wasn't like just like a little trickle. It was like it a was like stream. a good, It was like a stream. A yeah, flush. it was pouring out pretty good. Oh, good. <laughs> so apparently, when they were trying to take this thing out of the truck, people were like trying to get out of the way because like it's sticky too. It's like it's their it's their strawberry kiwi drink. So it's like it's, it's sticky. Sti- it's just like a sticky hot mess. Yeah. So people were trying to back away from it and basically rushing out of the squ- rushing out of the square, trying to not get like because. Some of the people were afraid they were going to slip and fall on it. And so then after this started happening, fire trucks and police cars moved in to try to block off traffic and pedestrians. So that way no one else would get into it. Great. 
<laughs> so Snapple officials first started to worry when the pink liquid started to flow onto East 17th Street. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> oh. And then the, so they feared that cyclists and automobiles would slip into the melted ice popsicle. Uh-huh. Um, so then they had a few ice sculpture specialists who were helping with like creating this thing. And they said that like when they saw how much it was, it was melting, they were becoming very concerned about how hollow the middle of it would be because the outside was pretty solid but the middle was what was melting i don't really know why uh, unless it just never got fully yeah. solid in the yeah, beginning yeah. okay so they're becoming increasingly worried that they wouldn't stand on the popsicle stick so <laughs> snapple officials then decided to stop the snapple raising disappointing uh the huge crowd, but instead of going full vertical, it was only a 25 degree angle, so it just barely got out of the truck. Why? <laughs> Here's my thing. Why would you go along with it if it was making this much of a mess already? I think they wanted to get it all the way out of the truck. I think I don't know if it was like because they had to in order to get their um, world record because they had to show the full thing or okay. what it was. But they tried, and then they're like, "No, this is a danger because you don't want it to like 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 break apart or break in half and crush somebody if it fell or like." Mm-hmm something like that so then they're like no don't don't raise it just (laughs) let it sit there so yeah so then pretty quickly after that the the big mushy mess was shoved back in the truck (laughs) and hauled away and then what do they what do they do with it what do you do with it that's a good question i don't i don't know uh but apparently um a television sized ice sculpture in the shape of snapple's logo took its place shortly after so nice okay they're like we tried this, but here's a sculpture just yeah. in case. We <laughs> promised, yeah, we, we promised this, but here we go. Here, here's this yeah. apple instead. Is this a Snapple? This is our logo. I thought just the like Snapple there. logo was an apple. Is it? No. I don't think it is. I think I made that up. I think I was thinking about Snapple <laughs> Apple. Snapple. Oh, that could be, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Snapple's like a sunshine. Yeah. It's okay. old logo is kind of creepy because it has a really creepy smiling sun. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah. Snapple's just like their name and then a sun peeking over it. All right. So. No, nothing with an apple. You could get Snapple apple and that would be like apple juice, but okay. Yeah. Well, the apple bottle does have like an apple behind it, mm-hmm. but it's not like part of the logo. <laughs> so. All right. I think that was the best way to end it with the monolith of a Snapple <laughs> popsicle that Snapple just popsicle. died in the heat that no one took into account. <laughs> Oh, I just love how everyone was like freaking out because that is kind of scary though because it's like gallons and gallons of this stuff like yeah. rushing out and like people are at one time. Yeah, it's like what do you do at that point? Yeah, what I don't do know you how do? they cleaned it up, but what a oh, nightmare. I'm not part of that team. Could you imagine how much flack they would have gotten then from like their bosses and stuff? They're like, <laughs> <laughs> you <Yeah>. flooded <laughs> Union Square the fr- with, with Snapple the, with the freaking kaiju sized Snapple popsicle. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. Oh man. Well, thank you, Wanderers, for tuning in to another Foolish Wanderers podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who's been listening to us from the very beginning. And thank you so much as well to everybody that's been coming in and finding our little podcast. Mm-hmm. If you want to send in any like suggestions for future episodes, if you want to send us like a shout out, we can shout out you or your friend or whoever on the show. If you have anything to talk to us about, send us an email at fwplisteners at gmail.com. And then check out our Instagram where we post companion photos to our videos at foolish wanderers podcast on instagram and then also check out our youtube channel subscribe and watch our videos which are our podcasts on youtube as well at foolish wanderers podcast and new episodes out every single wednesday to wherever you get your podcasts except for i think google 
Except for Google, yeah. <laughs> Google, I think Google rejected us. Google rejected us. <laughs> Dang it, Google. But we're everywhere else. We're even on like smart smart speakers, Amazon smart speakers. Yeah, like Alexa and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. that. So you could just say like, hey, Alexa, play Foolish Wonders podcast. And she would do it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like anybody like was watching it and their Alexa's in the room and just wakes up and starts playing her podcast. Yeah, that works. <laughs> I think it does. I think so. I was at work one day and like, so our, our desks are pretty decently close. It was still like across the room, like probably like 15 feet away from me. Okay. But one of my coworkers, she goes, hey, Siri. And my phone woke up and like started like, <laughs> I was like, no, uh. like that would work. But, mm-hmm. but I mean like uh, electronic voice, like something coming that's n- not from a human being at that moment. Oh, like, like at the, like if like you were in the room and we're yeah. not. Like, like the TV. I want. I don't have Alexa because it kind of creeps me out, to be honest. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've always kind of wondered because there's. I don't remember what advertisement it was, but there was one like last year that like the guy on there was like, "Hey Alexa," and I wondered if that like woke up everybody's Alexa and they're like those watching that episode. I always kind of wonder that. I'm kind of wondering that too. But, anyway. Y'all can Google it. I don't care. <laughs> or dust it out. Yeah. Play a sound blast and see if your Alexa wakes up. Yeah, do that. <laughs> anyway. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.